Welcome to the Drawlin' Podcast. We're a bunch of people from Philly that use this space to have candid conversations about relationships, black culture, sports, and whatever else we feel like discussing. We appreciate you joining us. Now let's get it cracking. Uh, episode 15, one five. Uh, um, for sure, we got Vince Carter, uh, Carmelo Anthony, uh-huh. uh, Patrick Mahomes. Kara, you know anything about the number 15? I mean, besides the fact that it's 110 and 5. 15 weeks. boys that graduated with Whoa, us. What? What? My bad. <laughs> I, knew you, I knew you were excited, but I don't care. What did you say, Care? <laughs> <laughs> I said besides the fact that it's uh, 110 and 5 ones. Hey, breaking it down. Okay. All right, that's cool. Such a teacher. Such a teacher. Yeah, yeah. And they told me you were saying you were really excited about uh, yelling out the number 15. Why is it important to you? Uh, we graduated with 15 boys in our in our... At the right. All right, that was that wasn't enthusiastic the way you said it earlier. <laughs> I can't give y'all that two pounds. <laughs> Episode fifteen, we got uh, Mizo, we got Reese, we got Tone, we got Coley, and we got a special guest, uh, Kara. Nice hey, to have yo. you here with us for so, the second time. Yes, that is true. That, that is true from the very beginning. But having her here with us is a very special occasion, and we happy to have you. So, thanks. Um. So I know before I don't know uh, you want to continue talking about a conversation that we had about uh, Disney Plus. Is, is everybody on it? Am I using it or no? That's so funny. I just downloaded it today. I think we all on it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Who are you sharing it with? That's what's up. I was thinking about sharing it with <laughs> my um, my aunt. She owns a daycare center that Ooh. Kingston goes to. So. Oh yeah, she would yeah. appreciate that. Oh, so giving back to the kids. Okay. That'd be clutch. I mean, that's what I do. Yeah, Carrie is definitely bringing in the balance of our like ignorant ass conversations. <laughs> um, but I, my experience with it, I think I had it for the last couple of days. Um, it's it's a lot of stuff on there, a lot of like Disney products. Um, one thing I'm watching now is Recess, and I'm enjoying every minute of this damn this cartoon, bro. I love it. I missed it. Um, it's a lot of adult um, tones in it. That of course, like as you get older, you don't realize until you get older. Um, so I'm, I'm really enjoying that. I'm watching um, X Men Evolution. Evolution, yeah. Evolution, that's bro. the shit, though. That shit is trash, bro. Shit. You know, no, it wasn't. You crazy, bro? Evolution is trash. No, it was not. Bro, it's not. It, yo, it, it don't even have a good ass theme song. So what? It's not about the theme song. You comparing it to the old X Men? Just let it be, man. I don't give a fuck. So what? You gotta watch it, yo. Check it out. Brittany J, what you watching? Well, currently, my husband and the baby are watching Aladdin. Which one? Oh, well, they only got one on it. The OJ? Yeah. The old school, John. 1992. Nice. The one that count. Nah. the new one don't count. We ain't going to talk about that. Yeah, nah. The new one's actually pretty good, though. It was better than I like expected. Will, okay, Will don't make good movies. We had this conversation last time. Will but that was a good movie, movies. though. I'm sorry. <gasps> that's, yeah, that's all. You're just a hater. Wow. I'm not. It just that don't make good, good movie. movies. Like, you don't like none of them? No. Any Will films? Yeah, I like I like less than fifty percent of them to be honest. Okay, like I don't. It's not. It's not all like none of them. Like it's, it's not like I equate them to like Terrence Howard, who I don't like at all. <laughs> like, but um, Will I like fifty percent of his films. Like like around, around they give or take. Okay. So, but Kara, so you brought it up. So because you said your husband and the baby, 
And I think we're all curious to uh, ask you, because I haven't had a conversation with you since um, all of this about, like, how has that, like, lifestyle changed for you being a wife, being a mother, and just being an overall, like, a uh, family, you know, in, in your perspective? Like, how is that, how is that, your view on it, your feelings of it, how you've been handling it, things like that? Wow, that was a quick topic change. Yeah, that's how we do it on here. Yes. <laughs> we draw it. Go ahead. <laughs> It's been challenging. Um, I guess it's just my main thing. My my number one challenge is like the lack of sleep. I don't know if y'all know that I love to sleep. Um, and just being a mom and being even being a teacher and just finishing grad school, like there was no such thing as sleep. And I feel like my life is never going to get back to the point where I can just sleep as much as I want to. Um but on a more serious note, it's the level of expectation is really hard to meet. Like I have such a level of expectation for myself as a wife and as a mother, um, because I want to be better than what I saw from my mom and what I see on TV and what I hear from other experiences. Um, and just trying to meet that level of expectation on a daily basis is exhausting. So when, when when do you find time to you know kind of get a break? Like how does that how that conversation happen between you and your husband or family or friends? Like those who kind of like assist you in that. You said get a break. Yeah, like like when, when do you like? <laughs> I don't think she knows like, that. When do you find time? Cause I, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I'm sure she gets like little. I mean, I'm assuming again. I just I'm not I'm not I'm not a dad. I'm just a, a uncle from from afar. Um, <laughs> like I'm sure the conversations that come like planning on saying like oh well this day you're off or a couple hours, yeah. whatever it may be. Um, but I know being a teacher itself is, that's a, that's a lot of work because me being in that field as well is kind of, it's a lot of, a lot of time outside of school that you're actually doing work for, yeah. for work. Um, that conversation is very challenging to have as a woman because, and I hate to say it, but as a black woman, we're expected to be strong and we're expected to be able to handle it all. So having to sit down with my husband and say, I can't, I need a break was the hardest thing ever. Um, but we were able to um, say like, there are times where I'll just take the baby and you can do whatever you need to do. And there's times when he'll take the baby and I can do whatever I need to do. And it fluctuates um, with the weeks, depending on what we need to get done. So I know like this week coming up, I have um, conferences, parent conferences until like 7 p.m. one night. And he has to step up and just take the baby so I can get it done. And then on the very next night, I still have an appointment that I need to go to, but he still needs his time. So I'm going to just take the baby with me to my appointment to make sure that he's getting his time to um, decompress from it all. You know what Good I mean? Team. Yeah, I'm, I'm not ready lot. for that. <laughs> How much support do y'all have? Ooh, um, I want to say family-wise, we have very little support. Um, is that out of uh, is that y'all choice? Like, are y'all afraid to bother people with y'all lives? So, because I feel like sometimes I have that issue. Yeah, so with family, it's not really a choice. I feel like as far as my family is concerned, um, most of the family that I grew up with, they fell apart after my mom passed. So I don't really have any family that I can depend on except for my brother. Um, but my brother got his own thing going on. 
Um, and then it's like with his family, his family is very spread out. So it's not like we can just go drop the baby off and keep going. Like we can't really access them like that. So we just rely on friends. But when it comes to friends, it's like we don't really want to bother people because we all in our 30s, late 20s, and we all just trying to live our lives. And we don't want to burden anybody with the responsibility of the child that we chose to create, you know? Right. I can babysit. Thanks. Yeah, you know I mean, I'm like, I'm like, I'm, like, I'm, I'm a seasoned vet when it comes. To I got about an hour in me. You got an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know, Carrie. You know. Oh, that's so sweet. Speaking of babies, holy, I was expecting to see you yesterday. What? Yesterday at a baby shower. Whose baby shower? Come on, man. Oh. Out. In Atlanta or here? It was here. Didn't know. Sorry. It's okay. It's okay. I was just, I just thought you would know. That's all. Wait, wait. Cool. Did, did, did you know that you didn't know anything about it at all? Like you weren't invited? No, I knew. Oh. I didn't even, I'm going to be real with you. I didn't even know there was a baby shower here, here in Philly. I thought it was going to be in Atlanta where she, she lived. No she clue. She lives in Denver. Denver? Oh, damn. So she moved. She lives in Denver? Damn. <laughs> Yeah, she lives in Denver. Oh shit, that's I'll crazy. I'll be way out of the loop, yo. As you can see, me too. Damn. Mike, well, Mike, that's you're different. <laughs> like, <laughs> you ain't ghost. You ain't ghost for two weekends. Like, <laughs> all right, here we go. All right, well, one, one weekend. The first weekend was legit, but the last weekend, you was gone. Yeah, homecoming. We thought you died. No, I'm here. I'm here. I'm alive. <laughs> Breathing. Um, thing. I'm, I'm sorry, Tanae. Happy for it, though. For yeah, sure. I'm very, very happy for her. Damn. She's going to beat me up when she sees me. She ain't going to see you. Right. <laughs> 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 yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't, I mean, fatherhood or parenthood, like, I don't know, man. I, 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 for a very long time, I wanted to become a dad. But then, like, I'm just not sure. I'm like, really ready for like that like level of like uh, <laughs> selflessness to be honest like I'm, I'm not selfish but just like i think that's that's a whole different level of like you know i'm legit putting another being for me and that's uh that's what I, don't, I don't think i'm ready to do right now at this point well so i have a question because in the last episode Uh-oh. you like quickly Uh-oh. threw out oh, that kids <laughs> wasn't in your future right and, and it's like everybody Uh-oh. like stepped over he was it. Listening, and I was like, She's what's listening. going on? Explain um, yourself. <laughs> wait, wait, there's something wrong with not yeah, wanting kids? Yeah. There's something wrong with not wanting kids? No. Absolutely not. I just wanted to, I just want him to expound a little bit okay. more because I'm always interested in what people choose to do for themselves um, and their reasonings behind it um, instead of like just following social norms or whatever society says is the right thing to do. I really want to know why people do what they do. All right. So for me, it's, um, like, I, I'll be honest, like growing up, like, you know, I think one of the biggest things in life that I wanted to do was become a dad. Like that was something I told a lot of people that I, w- I want to become a dad, but then like uh, having a partner that I hold, who I have now, like that's not really in her future. And I'll be honest, like the love and connection that I have with her, like, I don't think I want to lose that 
like because or because I, I don't want to je- jeopardize that in order just to have a kid. Like I think that's I think that's one of the reasons why because she doesn't she doesn't really, really want to have kids. Uh, like this conversation, like we don't even had a conversation about like when or if we're gonna have it. Like it just doesn't be talked about at all. Um, okay. We actually are on the mindset of like adopting at some point. You know, when I when we finally stop doing this long distance thing and come together, um, whether it be on the East Coast, West Coast, or where, wherever the fuck we land at, um, we're, we're planning like to adopt um, to still have that parenthood. Um, but she doesn't want to have she was she was she was she does not want to go through that body change. And that, like, okay. um, you know, emotional uh, things that you know it comes with it, and okay. and then her her own experience. She actually um, she like donated eggs, and your body, when when you do that, like your body goes like like if you're being pregnant, and she hated that experience. Like she couldn't stand that experience. It was it was too much for her to handle. Um, so with that, and then her mindset and what she wants to do personally. Um, I don't see myself like forcing her to have a child with me because it's a two way street. It's, it's, a, it's a decision we both have to make, and I'm willing to make that sacrifice with the idea of what I wanted to have um, to stay with her. And that's really I like that's really, yeah, that's really like where I'm at with that. Like you know, so I'm not sure that answers every detail of the question. <laughs> no, that was perfect. I think. Um, you mentioned just now, like being selfless um, and living that lifestyle of having a child and being able to be selfless. But I feel like in this situation with your fiance, you're doing something that's super selfless. Like you're giving up your wants and desires to support her dreams and to support her goals for her own life. And I think coming to that compromise, like maybe adoption is the way to go is selfless and i think that's just 100 percent genuine love have y'all ever thought i got a couple questions my bad my bad bro. y'all ever had um like if she take her eggs out and you take your sperm out and make a baby that way instead of uh her going through the body changes uh no I, we I, we never had a conversation a honestly like we never had a conversation oh uh, yeah i think yeah. A surrogate. A surrogate, yeah 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 yep, yep. i mean i i i personally i mean outside of Tiana and I, well, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, y'all know her name. Um, right. Before I met Tiana, I was asked to, like, be a surrogate father. And I was like, no, nah, I can't do that. <laughs> like, this, this is at the time when I wanted to become a dad, but I didn't want to be in, like, I didn't want to, like, impregnate someone and then, like, I can't be involved. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I couldn't do that. Yeah, um, so... I said move. You said what? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but now we, we never had a conversation before. Like, and again, I, I honestly, I don't think she'll because her experience with like you know taking her eggs out like to to donate some of them. Um, like her experience with that was like she it was trauma for her. it was really traumatizing for her and like her her body was like really reacting like fighting it. Um, I don't th- I'm not sure she'll be into that. Like you know, I think adoption might be the conversation. I think it is the way to go for her situation and ours. But, like, I, I never had that conversation, like, oh, yeah, if I, like, you know, go ahead and in a little cup real quick and then, you know, have a surrogate. Uh, Y'all going to adopt uh, black and Spanish babies? Uh, she definitely want to do, yeah, she definitely want to uh, uh, do that. Yep. A little brown and black babies oh. for sure. Yep. So, you know, I'm good. I'm That's good. With, I'm good. With, I'm shit. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I mean, I do. I do. I have a. Go ahead. 
have a question for Care. Um, since you have a, uh, you have a, since you've had your kid, um, and we about to have a couple of our friends from from high school about to have uh, children themselves. What advice would you give um, women that are pregnant about to have their first baby? Wow. Um, shoot. Ask me before you get pregnant. I say, don't do it. <laughs> That's my advice to everybody. Don't do it. I love my son. I really do. But it's it's so much, and it's such a lifestyle change. You really have to grow to be a different person. But if you've already done it and you're halfway there or on your way, um, I would just say, don't believe everything you hear and don't believe everything you read. Everyone's experience is their own. Um, and there's no textbook um, way to raise a child. And it's just like you have to figure it out. And it's best if you have a partner. But if you don't have a partner who's by your side, you can still do it because it's being done every day. What advice would you give men? Oh, my goodness. That's the craziest one because apparently men are clueless when it comes to child rearing. Um, like women, our body goes through, our bodies go through physiological changes, um, when we're pregnant so that we're more, um, susceptible or an aid to respond to the needs of the baby and the needs of the child. Men just don't have that. So my husband, like if my son wakes up crying, he can sleep through that. But as soon as my son moves, like turns over, I'm already up. And I'm cautious and I'm aware that something's going on with him. Um, so for men, I would just say, like, if you are that partner or even if it's um, a same sex couple and you're not the person who carried the baby, my advice is ask, what can you do? Or just be as helpful as you know how to be and don't take everything personally. Because if I'm sleep deprived and I'm trying to tell you that I need you to take the baby, but I'm saying it that in a way that's coming off mean, it's not personal against you. It's just for the simple fact that I've been up all night and maybe I just need you to kind of like step in a little bit. Um, but I think men and partners have to understand that we go through so much and we don't know how to always ask for the help that we need. Um, so just asking as many questions as possible. Can I do this? Can I do that? Um, helps a lot because we can see that you want to be there. We can see that you want to be a part of the process and that is relieving. Read the baby books. Read the baby books. Go ahead. Get your read on, but I feel like a lot of those baby books, um, if you want to be real, were written by um, white people and from the white experience and if we want to talk about our audience here, we're, we're, we're speaking to the Black community, Black millennials, um, and those just don't apply to us at all. Like, even with going to the doctors and being treated, tre- being treated differently by doctors and knowing how to navigate vaccines and all this other stuff that you have to deal with, um, it, those books don't really serve us. I feel like uh, uh, books that will make sense to read, like is um, like child development books, like uh, like psychology books, like for early early development, because I think that's really 
there's no like color to that. I, yeah. I don't think like from the, from the beginning. I don't You're know. absolutely right about that. Even uh, as like an education professional, um, a lot of my child rearing comes from what I know about child development. So all the people out there, so I think the first tip, well, not one of the first tip, but one of the tips you should add to it is grab a psychology book one-on-one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Read Absolutely. that too. So. Maurice, the same question for you, because, you know, you've had one and you're working on number two. How has that experience been for you being the partner and having to be of a support in child rearing? So, um, okay. So I'll start from the beginning. My personal opinion about child having kids is that the mom is a parent nine to 10 months before the dad is a parent, depending on when you deliver the baby. Right. Because as a, as a dad, I don't have any body changes. I don't have to concern myself with what I eat or what I do versus the mom has to do that. Like Brianna is tech, like Brianna has a baby in her stomach right now. And then she also has Harlem. And so she has to consciously, she has to be aware of what she's putting in her body. She has, she has a, her, her organs are literally shifting to make room for the baby and stuff like that. So I feel like, you know, a mom is a parent before, or the carrying mother is a parent before the partner is a parent. Um, they got a head start. And so it did take me about a year and a half to catch up to Brianna in terms of um, being aware of what was going on with Harlem in the middle of the night. Cause just like you say, your husband would sleep through. I, I, I got all my sleep. I did all of it. <laughs> so, and, and then when I did have to wake up, when she would like get your ass up and take care of Harlem, you know, I would be pissed. You know what I'm saying? I would, I would legit be upset. Like, I can't believe you, you waking me up for that. And, uh, my viewpoint on it was you're breastfeeding. Just just give them the nipple and go back to bed. But I don't know what it's like to breastfeed. So I don't know if when you breastfeed, it's easy to go back to sleep or not. I have I don't have that um, knowledge. So that but that was my perspective on it. But can't you buy the little um, harness and shit and like put the, the milk in it and you do your oh stuff? Shit. Like so that so so <laughs> all right. So as a as a if you breastfeed your baby, if you breastfeed your baby or you pump. The mom has to be involved in every single thing. Even if she, even if we did have a breast milk that's pumped, she still has to sit there and attach herself to that machine and pump it out. And then I take it and then I feed the kid. You know what I mean, so it doesn't matter from if you breastfeed your kid from that perspective, the mom will always be involved and will always do a little bit more than the dad. Um, that's my viewpoint on it. So, but I didn't have like, I mean, in terms of like changing the diaper, um, Stuff like that, all that stuff. I swaddled the shit out of Harlem. I love the swaddle kids, uh, and I'm gonna do that with Sage too. So all of that stuff is pretty simple. Baby wearing, all that jazz. That that I had no issue with. But um, catching up to her in terms of being aware of what Harlem needed when he was a kid, that took me some time. And hopefully with Sage, I don't have that issue. But also with Sage, I have three months uh, parental leave now. So um, with Harlem, I only had two weeks off. Well, Harlem, I had two weeks off, and that was PTO. So I had to take all, my, so I didn't have any time off for the rest of the for the rest of the year because uh, my job at at that point in time didn't offer parental leave. But um, but now we have three twelve weeks for uh for nine birth parents, and That's like good. mothers get like five months. So well, uh, well, so the, I will be out. Well, the the more money you make, the more the more time you get off, right, Reese? Um. <laughs> Not necessarily. The higher you get up, the more you can take off. The more you can take off, but the more you work. So, like I said, mm-hmm. I just got promoted, but um, I work a lot more now than what I did before, and I don't get paid overtime anymore. I'm salary now, so 
Uh, I wouldn't necessarily say that, but I would say that if you have an issue, so like with the parental leave issue, I actually brought that up to my employer and they changed it to 12 weeks for uh, non-birth parents. I think, I think that's something you need to bring up because you have a lot of old white, old white executives that make these uh, HR policies and they already had their kids. That's the last thing on their mind. And so as a mom, they got stay at home mom type shit. Or they, yeah, yeah. Or they, or they, or they wealthy enough to have a stay at home mom. So that's not something that's on their mind. Also, it's not expected for parent for dads to be parents. That's something that's like brand new. And so uh, I would say, moms have like FMLA and they take like six weeks off, but I don't think it's paid. So definitely fight for parental rights to leave and stuff like that. Every other country has it except for America. It's ridiculous. We're supposed to be, you know, the, the greatest country in the world and we have no parental leave. We <laughs> try. That's that's because we value the dollar over anything else. Yeah. I hope that answered your question, Kara. If I didn't, let me know. No, it did. It did. Thanks. Yeah, so... I'm, I'm, I'll be honest, I'm very happy to have a, a woman's perspective on this show. I have a question. One more question, Kara, about parenting. Do you do you hate on your husband when he gets recognition for being a dad? Like, oh, what I shit. mean by that is, what I mean by that is, um, I went to this event at Harlem School last weekend mm-hmm. and um the principal wrote me a thank you letter and brianna saw it she was like how the hell you get a thank you <laughs> thank you letter for just show- <laughs> for just showing up <laughs> i'm like i told her i was like chill out players stop hating on me yeah you know i mean so well i, I, I think like... i think that goes back to what you said though reese it goes back to like uh fathers weren't expected to be parents like i, I think yeah. that's what you said yeah you know so yeah, I would definitely second what Zoe just said because especially when it comes to education and schooling, mothers are are already known to be there. Like, that's not even a thing for the most part. Like, there are certain situations where mothers aren't around. But for the most part, it's the mom who does the educational rearing. So to have a dad show up, it's just like, wow, like, let me, like, let me acknowledge this so that I can see more of it. So I wouldn't, yeah, I'm you know, typically like. I think it's great. That's good. I'm typically like one of three parents, three dads there. (laughs) The only black dad, but I'm also like one of three dads. Yeah, it was handwritten too. That's why she was really mad. Oh, she took the time. But that's when it has to be my husband because with me being a teacher or whatever I decide to do in the next couple of years in Kingston starting school, Tehran's going to have to be that parent who reaches out, um, goes to parent meetings, goes on trips because I won't be able to do it. Right. So that, so do, do parents, again, this is me outside looking in, do, do they compete? They got to compete, right? For like, uh, for the, for the child's, Acceptance of love or favoritism, things like that. Like that has to happen. I mean, it happen consciously. It happens so consciously, right. but also like, but also like, an actual decision you make to compete. No, like at all. Nah. Okay. So, for I just speak for myself. No, not at all. Um, I have no problem with Harlem being all up on his mom because it gives me time to do whatever the fuck I want to do. So, no. <laughs> no. I disagree because from my experience, um, after Kingston was first born, because he was so attached to me and because I was providing his livelihood, um, my husband was like, what can I do to get my son to connect to me? So for a little bit, it's just like, 
he's trying to find ways to connect with his son and that and now that Kingston's older and Kingston's all over his dad I'm just like please go to your dad like I'm good (laughs) um but then when he comes to me dad is like okay I get a break now so now we're at that place where you are Maurice but in the beginning it wasn't like that because dad my Mm -hmm. husband wanted so badly to make sure that he made that bond and that connection with Kingston um so he was looking um, and not so much in a competitive way, but in a desirable, like, I want to be a part of this family. I want to contribute to this family type of way. Mm-hmm. Shit, I be getting heated with my, with my nieces and nephews like my uh, brothers more than me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to front. Like, it's not a time I'm like, damn, like, you fuck with him more than me? Like, I got a me. question. Like, I, uh, <laughs> it ain't, ain't got nothing to do with babies. But, um, That's interesting. As far as y'all relationships, I guess this goes for anybody. How did y'all decide that y'all wanted to be, I guess, with this one person forever? How did y'all know? Damn. Damn. Shit, I don't know. I think, I think that's the yeah, answer. Man. I, really, I, that, I, don't, I don't think I just, you really just, have like a conscious answer when it happens. It's like you just see the progression of how things are going. Is this person you? Is this person uplifting you? You know, we go through a lot of situations where we meet a lot of people that have nothing, nothing valuable to bring to the table. So, how much value do they bring to your life? Do you trust this person? How's your communication? I think when all of those things click, you kind of make that decision, kind of subconsciously. In my case, I just like yeah. I just feel like. With T, like she makes me, she makes me feel at home, and I want and I I have this urge to like reciprocate that feeling towards her. Like when I'm when I'm with her, I don't give a fuck where we at, bro. We could be fucking under a s- s- blizzard or some shit like that, but I'm walking with her, or whatever it is. Like I'm I'm good, like whatever it is. Like and and I want to reciprocate that feeling uh-huh. to her, and I, and I think I think that's what it's, I don't think the decision is like when I feel that way. Nope. I think it's when we felt that yep. way. Like when we when we felt as though this is the person that like together like oh, I can live the rest of my day or whatever it is or you know again I I can't really say that we will be forever I would love for that to happen but you know who knows but like I think together we made that decision without even talking about it like it's just yeah. it's just a thing that we do you know like she 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 rocks with me I rock with her and it's not like there's no questions like oh will you will you be with me forever type shit it's just like what it is it happened simultaneously I, yeah yeah i think so and, and honestly we we like that shit was quick me and her like it was like i, I my first kiss was like under the moon type right, shit like so. <laughs> some moon right. shit and i'm just saying like i'm just yo come on i don't don't get mad because i'm out here expressing my you know I my, rocks with my, it so come on shit, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like it just it just happened to be and it happened to be that way it happened to be that i'm not saying it, it could have been on a, on a hot ass sun i don't fucking yeah. know it just it, it worked out it, like things lined up perfectly for that to work you know like the universes or god or whatever it is that you want to put the higher power type shit like it just that happened and then ever then it was ever since then it was just like yeah all right i'm good you know i'm happy i'm, I'm home why don't i be a judge for some shit like that like because you don't you don't like the imagery of like no you're not being judged <laughs> do your thing you know <laughs> Kara? Well, for me, I guess, when you think about the bigger picture, like we're all coming to these relationships um, with a level of baggage and with a level of brokenness. 
Um, so trying to find that person who um, makes you feel okay about what you're bringing um, and is willing to work through that stuff with you because it's not just about leaving that baggage behind because it's not that simple. It's about how can we work through it so that we can be okay together um, and finding a person who, one, you can see yourself with for that long and then two, and this is probably an unpopular opinion, opinion, but who can be your business partner? Because marriage ends up being a level of business um, and who can financially take care of you. And it's not that I need anyone to take care of me, but it's if I ever, if something ever happens to me, will this person be able to take care of me and take care of any children that we might have? So there's like so many factors that ball up into that because it's not just about love. You can choose to love whomever you want, but it's all about who's making you, like Zoe said, feel at home, who's making you feel safe and secure, who can take care of you if something happens to you or if I can take care of that person. Do I have the ability that if this person was on their last dime, can I support that person? Um, And I feel like with my husband, uh, we knew for a long time that that was it for us, but it took us several years to work through that baggage to be more secure in the fact that we can do this for the rest of our lives. Um, So it was just, it's layered for me. It's layered for my family. Um, it's not just one thing that makes me know, like, yeah, this is the person. It's several things that we that affirms the fact that we're meant to be together for a long time. That's perfect. Was that too deep? That's kind of that, yeah, a little bit for me. I'm thinking. I'm, I'm thinking like, all right. If you ain't got no money, then you can't. Uh, then I can't be with you, no, or you can't be with me. Because I'm broke, and I'm, I ain't I ain't got it. Like I could barely take care of myself. So if if I can't do that for myself, then I don't deserve. I don't get no, the chance to that's be with somebody. Absolutely the opposite. When I first met, like is that no, a non-negotiable? Not, no, just, just listen. When I first met my husband, we both had nothing. Um. But his mindset and my mindset was goal-oriented. So it's like, we're not going to keep not having nothing. We're working towards things that's going to give us what we need. It's all about mindset. Like, you can be with somebody who's taking public transportation every day, but does this person have goals that they're trying to reach? Is this person complacent with where they are? Or is this person trying to go somewhere? So it's not so much about as having money. It's does this person have the mindset and the means of figuring out how to take care of me if something ever happened? I mean, taking the train is feasible sometimes. Is. Let's be honest here. All right, let's not. So I'm not I'm not knocking sure, I, public I, transportation. Let me just get that clear because I still take the bus downtown <laughs> if I need to. Um, because I, I don't like driving downtown, but um, it's not about where you are. It's about if you can mentally and emotionally support situations. Because like when you get married, it says for better, for worse, for richer, for poorer, uh, for sick and sickness and health and all that stuff. And like, that's real. Like, because there's going to be times where 
well, there might be a time where your partner just can't do for themselves. And that's why you're there. Can I figure out how to support this person when they can't do it for themselves? And that was too deep again. Oh no, I ain't splitting no ain't money. Splitting no money. Yeah, we had we had this conversation more about like splitting uh, money and whatnot. <laughs> so yeah, do, do do y'all do y'all like like do y'all talk about financials or like it's separate or together or you can't ask me about oh, how much so I make type that's shit. That's for my family. Um, my husband and I we were comfortable with um when we got married, we keep our own money. But we have a joint account, which we transfer money to, that is for all of our um, joint things. So, like, house bills, um, stuff for the baby. That money, we budget it. We said, this is how much we need for that every month, and we send that every month. Otherwise, we keep our money to ourselves. But it's not about being selfish. It's about the fact, like, I can do what I need to with my money. Um, if I need something from him, I can just ask him. It's not a thing. We talk money. He knows how much I make. I know how much he make. But it's not like, it's never a, I'm just going to keep it to myself. It's like, this is what I have. If you need it, let me know. But if not, I'm going to go buy some shoes or some clothes or something. <laughs> so, and you don't have to be that selfish. I, I, th- I, uh, I think I'm. I don't know how to be. I don't think I know how to be selfless. And I think. I think this is all I've. When I, you find the I right know, person, so. it's going to come naturally. It'll come. Yeah, easy. that's what they say. That that shit is not going right. to happen. Psychologists <laughs> will find out. Trying to tell you, man, you want you want to learn shit yeah. about people. Behavior, <laughs> man. Why don't you just watch people? Slaves. Watch. You, you know, people watch it, bro. Who oh, me? Yeah, you, you people watch. Yeah, I need to see what's uh, hot in these streets as far as sneakers and, and clothes. But that's not, that's not watching people. <laughs> like, that's just looking. At, that's, the, that's the exterior. Like it's like looking at looking like watching people is like looking at people and wondering like why they like. Why they twist their hand when you yeah, like, 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 yeah, like where's she like that? Like, yeah, like what the hell was you thinking when you bought that? Yeah, that's what no, I do. Nigga, like, that's not- <laughs> <laughs> so, how, 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 often, how often do you have that, is that statement said to you to yourself? Uh, I don't know about half the time. Damn, half the time. I mean, I, I mean, yeah, it's a lot of but people in this like, world. So, there's like, yeah, there is, yeah, there is. But some people just like you know, like. For for the situation, they gotta have that. Like, I'm not buying Merrow sneakers and shit to walk around in the streets with. But if I go hiking, I'm buying some Merrow shoes. If y'all know, Merrow. Yeah, I don't think I don't, I don't think you hiking down uh, 42nd Street in New York. But no, not at all. I do wear that shit though. No. What is Merrow? It's like it's a it's a white. Pip- People company that like you go hiking and this shit. It's like it's like it's, it's Patagonia, but not Patagonia. Wow. Yeah, I don't know Patagonia. We talked about this. Pat- Old Navy. That's my shit, bro. Yeah. I know what that is. But Patagonia is just like, I don't know, it's like uh, basically like um uh your man, what's his name? From uh, Atlanta, where he wore like the outfits and shit. Like, I wear like a Patagonia sweater. 
<laughs> like some brown shoes and shit. Like it's a it's it's a staple in the white people uh, community for like wearing clothes and shit. <laughs> I'm not white, bro. I didn't say you were. I'm just. I'm, I'm in tune with I'm in tune with what's happening in the streets, so I gotta know what's not you hot. Like, <laughs> I gotta know what's not hot. Like hipster me. shit. I'm not a hipster. How do y'all? How do y'all feel about? It sounds like it. Care, care, sorry, care. Is this, answer this question. Am I a hipster? No. See, look at that. Care, what's a hipster? Not Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew she was gonna say that. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, like, when I think of hipster, I think of more, like, hippie, like, free love, um, peace, peace, like, those type of people, yeah, and not that those are bad people or whatever, but people who are just kind of on, like, that wavelength, and I don't see Zoe there. He just said he found love under the stars. I had a I had a movie type love story. You know what I'm saying? Like the ones that people like create and rave about. You had it. You had I got it. it. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I got it. <laughs> Yo ass what you, you was what'd you, what'd you what'd you tell um your wife? You told her uh oh, like, like, oh, she looked a hundred percent bigger than me. Ultimatum. It was like, yeah, if I'm with you for the next four years, I'm marrying you. Wow, that wasn't an ultimatum, bro. That was how it went down. It was like wow, declaration. Yeah. And you also, uh, it wasn't. Was yeah, well, you uh, you like left somebody, or like what was? It? I forgot what it was. It was yeah, you, you was a dog at that point, right? Yeah, I remember that. I mean, I. I don't know. That's why I asked y'all if I was a dog. So, Kara, I don't know if you if you if you're aware, but yeah, uh, before I hung out with Bree for the first time, this girl came over my uh, my dorm room. Some things happened, um, and then I walked. To, <laughs> no. uh, she uh, and then she asked me if she, if I wanted to be her boyfriend. I told her no, I couldn't because I I couldn't trust her um, because she had a boyfriend. She was. <laughs> When she was doing these things, and so I walked her back to her dorm, and then walked over to Bree's uh, college and hung out with Bree right after that. He fell in love. Does so that make you a dog? Is that question? <laughs> that's what that's what they said. They said, well, actually, I think they said, I think Coley said I was not a dog at that time. I, think that's I what don't Coley said. see it like that. I don't think that was dogish. I mean, it's not like the best choice to make, but. I, that's kind of smart. I, I like that because you got to get that first nut out the way before you start thinking logically. And apparently, that's a thing. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a low risk. It's a low risk move for sure. Like it's like, like no, it's not bad. It's not a bad choice to make because if you definitely commit early, like then, like nah, bro. But no, I did not tell Bree I'm going to. You're going to marry me in four years. No, I said we were talking about the. So, I, so I like to build and I like to plan shit out. Um, and so when we were uh, early in our relationship, I was talking to her about because um, she wanted to go to get her master's degree and her PhD, and she wanted to go to Emory University, which is in Atlanta. I had no intentions on living in Atlanta at the time, but I was like, um, if we last, if we last all through college, then I'll, I'm a absolutely. Uh, try to marry you and if that happens then yeah I'll go wherever you want to go don't matter to me and so um, we lasted all through college I proposed to her as soon as she got her degree literally um, as soon as she stepped off the stage I was right there and uh, you made it about and it, the offer still <laughs> what <laughs> you must have been talking to Ray no it was not about me 
bro. That sounds like a like a, a very like unseasoned ultimatum. It was not an ultimatum. We were talking about the future. And um first off, women make the decision as to whether or not um they're gonna accept it or not. She could have played she could have said no. Like the show did you clap. A lot of people that I know would have appreciated that type, that level of preparedness when you're saying like, if we can make it this amount of time, this is definitely going to happen because a lot of people are in relationships and they have no idea if their boyfriend or whatever is ever going to propose to them. And it's just like playing the waiting game. It's just like, oh, should I move on or should I stay? Because I don't even know if that's where his head is going. So for you to be that upfront, Bree was able to kind of like relax a little bit and really enjoy being with you because she knew that that was a possibility after this amount of time. Is that relaxation? Yes. I was saying is that relaxation because now the pressure is on. Like, dang, now we got to make it four years. Yes, it is because then it's just uh, it like be, it be then it's just like if we don't even make it a year, it's just like then we know it's not meant to be, you know. It's no, it's not. But what if they? What if it was four years of toxic relationship? Well, then that's just silly. If y'all gonna say in a toxic relationship, I'm just saying yeah, that's yeah, not. There's, there's a lot of relationships <laughs> that are toxic. That like if Reese, I mean, in a situation that Reese said the ultimatum, if Reese said it was if, if Reese said right, saying <laughs> like. <laughs> oh yeah, like we together in four years or whatever it may be, like then you know I'm gonna marry you type shit. But in that four years, it's like a toxic thing. But they're still together. We see this shit all the time where toxic relationships are still happening today, where they just always see, together. But it takes strong like, even people gooder. to get past that. Like if it was meant to be, it takes strong people to get past that. Because I know with my husband for maybe about a year or two in our relationship, there were some toxic things happening that wasn't healthy. Um, and it's not about like abuse or whatever, but it's just other un- unhealthy behaviors that we were exhibiting. And because we knew that we wanted to be together, we worked through that crap. We went to counseling, we went to therapy, all that other junk, because we knew the end goal. Now, if we did all these extra measures and it didn't work out and it was still toxic or whatever and we're still exhibiting these bad behaviors then we would we would have stopped but people who continue to go through that they're i'm not okay i'm not going to call people weak because that's rude but they have to be strong stronger enough to get past it or let it go like those are your own two options otherwise you're just you're perpetuating insanity well, people get comfortable in that shit, though. That's like that's yeah. like their baseline. You know, this is like what they already know. They're conditioned to like think this is this is how I should be with this person, or we how this how we should be together. You this know? is true because people, a lot of people, don't know how to love themselves. It's all about self love. Like I have to love myself enough enough to know that this doesn't feel good and that I can do better. I could, I deserve better treatment. Like there's a lot of self hate out there. A lot of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, we gotta have you on the show more often, like every week. We need you. Oh, really? Yeah, man. <laughs> no, first of all, don't do that. That's an ultimatum. That's <laughs> <laughs> fact. Because you let me tell the story. I told my um, husband I was like, they kicked me off. Really? The show. She's starting beefs now. Like, damn. <laughs> 
What? All right. Let's talk, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. We here. Last week, me and Tony yeah, had beef. Right? So, what's good? <laughs> yeah, Kara, tell us. Like, yeah, like, tell us how you feel. Okay, yeah. so, um, I wasn't hurt. My feelings weren't hurt at all. But when... So, I think this is when we went down to D.C. Because we were with Anthony down in D.C. that one time we were supposed to record and it didn't really work out. Um, and then coming back, I was starting school. Life was crazy and I couldn't really like be involved as much as I wanted to at that point in time. So then when I finally hit my up, I was like, I got my life back in order. Everything's balancing out. I can do this. He's like, oh, well, good, because we just finished a conversation about it. I'll let the guys know, yada, 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 I'll add you on everything. I'm like, cool. So then when I finally was added to the conversation, I was kind of like trying to catch up and read like I always do on group meetings. Ah, shit. Yeah, and that's what I kind of do. I just kind (laughs) of scan to like figure out what's going on with y'all because that's how I think, because, you know, I don't chime in on everything. Um, And then I saw a comment. I think it was like, I think it was Zoe. She said she said my name. I forget exactly what it said, but it made me believe that there was a discrepancy with my participation. So I said, you know what? I don't want to cause any risks because you guys got something good going on. So I said, let me fall back. I said, because like I don't need to be in it. Um, like it would be fun to participate, but I was like, let me let them do this since they have the time to do it. Um, and that's what I was telling Maurice. I was like, it's cool. Like y'all can go ahead. And Maurice was like, all right, we'll let you know, like if we ever want you on a show. And I was like, cool. Cause that worked out better for me with starting a new school, having a baby, wife's duties, stuff like that. I said, that'll be better for me anyway. Um, so then when Maurice hit me up, yes, was it yesterday, Maurice? When'd you text me? A few days ago, probably, I think. Whenever Maybe, he hit yeah, me up, probably. I was talking to my husband about it. I was like... Um, what well, a guys want me on a show, and he was like, um, I was like, it's only a one time thing. Never like, said that. Sure? I was like, yeah, I was like, they don't want me on the show. <laughs> no one, no one said we didn't want you on the no, show. You that's say that's that not true. Care. That is not true. The words, and I say, yo, we don't want care on the show. All I know is that me joining in after you guys already solidified a lot of things would have caused, um, it would have caused friction, and I didn't want that for you. And that's all. I don't think it, I don't think it would have caused friction. No, we straight. No, but we're here now. We are. <laughs> I'm happy to be here. Happy to have you. Well, now that that's cleared, uh, yeah, Kara. I, um, again, I, I don't know. I don't know how you read the comments, but I, we we would definitely love to we would definitely love to have you on the podcast. Obviously, Zoe already set the ultimatum, <laughs> and so uh, it's a wrap. <laughs> it's a wrap. So, and you tell Teron. Oh, uh, tell Teron the the info. Wait, what? That, um, <laughs> tell Teron that uh, we want you to have yeah her husband. Yeah. yeah, I do love that dude though, yo. I gotta stop bullshit with him. <laughs> he gonna be here on Sunday too, oh, by the way. So. That was the yeah. All right. No, it's a party. It's like I feel like I feel like beef beef are definitely getting hashed out for the last two weeks. So let's see, let's see what happens on Sunday. Who been beefing? 
Yeah, week three. Mike, you want to listen to the podcast? Everybody beefing with Zoe. That's what yeah, it is. Everybody yeah, beefing with me. Why? I, I don't know why, yo. I be chilling. I'll be, I'm, I'm be chilling. I'll do shit. What happened? <laughs> it is always Zoe. Zoe and Coley. Zoe and Toe. Zoe and Toron. Zoe and Kara. God damn, Zoe. You got a track record, bro. You next, Reese. You next, Reese. Yeah. Hey, you next. <laughs> I guess so. Like, you know, I love y'all, man. You know, I love y'all. No, there's no issues. Beef, beef ain't real no more though. Like real beef ain't real. Like this, this is this, this is like yeah. this is between family. You know what I'm saying? Like what, what we go through and shit, like things like that. But like, what real beef is out there? It's like really like. Nowadays, motherfuckers just talk. It's a lot of Instagram, social media beef. That's where they know how to get it off. Nah, Miles Gary just smacked the shit out of Mason Rudolph. That's beef. That was different. (laughs) That was different. I don't know. That was something else, man. That that was assault, really. Yeah, bro. Damn. Kara, are you up on Kaepernick? Good conversation. Yo, I, yo, Stephen A. Smith is fucking drawing, yo. I think he's, yo, I know he signed a $40 million deal with ESPN, but the shit he was talking yeah. yesterday. On oh, Instagram? Nah, that motherfucker. Yeah, he's fucking yeah. wilding, yo. Like, no. It's something that Max Kellerman is more skeptical than Stephen A. Smith. And I'm, I'm just, I was confused when I saw his comments too. I'm like, he tripping for real. Like, he was, he was talking about like, of course he, of course he wants to control the narrative. He don't trust. NFL to do that shit like you want his people like G- give a background it, since Kara isn't aware. Oh, so yeah, so Colin Kaepernick, you know, he had he had a workout and it, apparently NFL, the NFL organization kind of like put it together with, with with Colin Kaepernick to have executives and scouts come watch him work out. Um, but then like I think I think like he decided to change the venue last minute, whatever it may be, to like a high school in Atlanta, you know, instead of like going to like an NFL field um, and then did the work out there. And then he didn't let like the NFL media go through. He had, he chose who he wanted to be there. Um, so, and then Stephen A. Smith just started snapping, talking about like, he want to control the narrative. He really don't want to play. He just want to be a, mor- a martyr, like shit like that. I was like, bro, like, I, I, I get it. You got $40 million in your pocket now. You got, and NFL is a big Big contributor to the to the ESPN network of of channels and 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 because NFL Live is on every fucking day, every all fucking year. Um, so I get it, but like to say my man is trying like he don't want to play or like, he's trying like of course he of course he wants to play and of course he wants to control the editor. Let's, you can't you can have both of them without like, without being an issue. But he thinks that he don't want, he don't want to play. He's going to be a martyr and like be this like the face of like uh, civil rights in twenty nineteen type shit like. No motherfucker, like that's not what. Why it don't is. Cat want to be in the CFL? He's using his platform. He's using what? Why doesn't Cat want to be in the CFL? Why does it have to be the NFL? Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, I I don't know. Well, because it's a good question. It's a good question. I don't know. I don't know. I think because like I mean, because he's able to. I mean, it's it's home. NFL is home. CFL is Canada football. You know, I guess I don't know. Yeah, because he was approached by the. Now, he was approached by that. the AAFL or whatever it was. He was approached by them, and I think he was entertaining it. But then he looked at how much money they made and the uh, the business itself, and he opted out. And then you know they lasted for like three or four weeks, and then dissolved because they couldn't pay their players. Um, but with also Mike Florio, who's a reporter for um, 
well-respected reporter on the NFL, he he reported that the NFL tried to make Colin Kaepernick sign a liability waiver and also some other document in which they uh, said he could not sue them whatsoever for anything going forward because they're afraid that it seems like the NFL is afraid that Colin Kaepernick is still has the ability to sue them for something else. Um, and so they don't want him to do that. And so they tried to slide in this waiver and he was like, no. And so he, that's a, that's additional reasons why he switched it from last minute. Like a, it was like an hour and a half to two hours before he switched it from the Atlanta Falcons uh, training facility to a high school. And he still had eight NFL teams show up to, to watch him work out. And his representation is supposed to send it to all 32 teams. So I don't know. I think Stephen A. Smith, like, Skip Bailey says it a lot, don't press in. And I think Stephen A. Smith was a was a victim of that because he should have, I mean, him being an ESPN and having the platform that he has and the connections that he has, he should he should have enough uh, wherewithal to know that there's something going on. And he's just out here talking shit about Colin Kaepernick unnecessarily and out of out of turn without having all the facts. All right, let's move on with football because as as Tone says, it's not getting it wet. <laughs> Um, care? Yes. <laughs> nah, man, it's good. Good to have you. I see your voice. Um, trying to think what's happening too. What's going on this week, man? You know, I still haven't seen the Joker. What are you waiting for? It's good. You should watch it. I got a Billy. I don't know. I I I just don't like. I saw the clip of when he. Sorry, Mike. This is where you probably already know this shit though. When he shot, um. The uh, Robert De Niro, the, the dude, De Niro. Um, Robert De Niro, yeah, Robert De Niro, yeah, Robert De Niro, yeah, he shot Robert De Niro. I saw the clip, that clip, and that was it. So I did too. I, <laughs> I, saw I that. did that. The one clip I watched, now, but now yeah. I'm intrigued to watch it now <laughs> that I saw the clip. For sure. So, I mean, it's going. I don't know how long it's going to still be there, but yeah, I'll just wait. Well, I just found it online. <laughs> oh, okay. For free, so I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it at some point today after I cook, clean, and the usual Sunday shit. Yeah, so what does everyone have planned for their Sunday? Yeah, I, I, actually, what, what's, your, what's, your, what's your Sunday routine? But you asked about Thanksgiving, Carrie, you asked? Oh, Sunday. Oh, yeah, Sunday. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> I'm about to go to sleep after this. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to sleep after this, and then I'm uh, working tonight. So that's every other Sunday for me. Uh, my Sundays are after this. I cook for the whole week. <laughs> and then... Clean, um, steady. Clean and do yeah. homework, and that's it. Damn. Reese here. Yeah, I'm here. Um, yeah, I'm cleaning. I'm a single parent all week, so I'm cleaning and getting everything ready for the week as well, like Zoe said. And then I'm gonna edit this podcast too. So wait, they're uh, they're on the trip, right? Yeah, she in Bosnia. Oh no! You no 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 no! He you know he he's there with you. Yeah, he's currently at his cousin's house. They, he spent the night, Probably. but yeah, he's he's going to be here with me all week. So what's the plan for the week with him? You got you know any like uh, rite of passage things? <laughs> <laughs> right nah, passage. he got he got gymnastics on Monday, and, and so that's tomorrow. Uh, but no, just normal week stuff. Oh wait, are you, are you, are you, you're not you're not coaching uh, that basketball team, right? No. Why not? Uh, it was. You trash as coach. You trash. <laughs> nah, it's <laughs> nah, it's it's uh, I did I did I did enjoy it. Harlem, making sure he he didn't even play. He played. He he played. Uh, he missed his first shot and then he quit. 
he quit for the rest of the season. Oh, damn. And so for me, it's like it's kind of hard. Like I, I would love to coach it. I would love to coach older, not necessarily five year old, four year olds. But um, but right, it's kind of hard exactly. to coach if your son is not, you know, what I'm saying, participating. So I can't coach yeah. right now because I still got grad school as well. I got a lot on my plate. I got way too much on my plate, bro. I can't because the, the season started up and it's gonna be a lot of like. A lot of running around. That's why Sunday is like my day, like to be able to like get shit ready for the week. Because during the week, I, I I do nothing other than like school, my own school shit, and then like basketball. Kara, what's your plans, Kara? What you doing? Well, I plan on trying to take a nap after this, and then the family. We got to run some errands. We always go to the store on Sundays, and I'll meal prep for the baby for the week. And maybe start prepping my lessons for this week. Is he vegetarian too? Vegan. Vegan? Yes. So um, we have not introduced him to any animal byproducts. What y'all eating for Thanksgiving? (laughs) There are actually some um, restaurants that provide um, catering family meals for Thanksgiving that are vegan. Um, some are out of Delaware. Well, the one that we know is out of Delaware. Um, but for the most part, if we are cooking, we just make whatever we want. We don't have to be traditional in what we eat. Um, cause I mean, that kind of, I know it doesn't get old, but I mean, there's, there's so much more out there. So we just try different things, but if we need the traditional so, Thanksgiving meal, there is a vegan restaurant out in Delaware that we, um, resort to. I had the uh, the Beyond like sausage sandwich from um, Dunkin' Donut. I just, I don't, I, it's not it's not vegan, but yeah. you know, but it was, that it was Beyond good shit. meat. It's gonna have us all good. on a mesothelioma commercial later. <laughs> <laughs> Possible burger. Oh, yeah, Possible. I, I I'm not I don't, I don't fuck with Burger King at Neither. all. So I'm not yeah. even, even if it's I'm not touching that shit at all. Fuck that shit, bro. That Popeye shit though, yeah. it was alright. Yeah. <laughs> Kara, how has right. it been being a teacher again? How has it been? How have you transitioned back? Did the kids miss you? I know they did. Getting oh, back to I work, couldn't yeah. wait to go back. <laughs> the whole stay-at-home mom thing was getting overrated. Mm. Um, especially. Damn, she just dropped. She did. Damn, Carrie, you, uh, Damn. Damn. Victim. So it's Mike, Coley. Mike, Mike, this I'm a is, death we talk so much shit. <laughs> Sorry for the curse, Carrie. Oh, well, man. Carrie, come back. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Damn. I know. There we it go. Going, it was going smoothly. She probably. Uh, she back. Coley did it, Carrie. I don't know nah, what happened. I ain't do shit. <laughs> what kind of internet you got? <laughs> Could be Xfinity. The real kind. The real kind. <laughs> the real so, kind. Hey, what, what grade? What oh grade you goodness. teach? This year I have first grade. Mm. Oh my gosh. Oh. Do could, could you could you oh, see wow. yourself uh, teaching your son, or he has to go to like? Because I, I normally it doesn't happen like where your kid attends a school that you're not teaching at. Like that kind of tends to happen a lot more in uh, teacher lives for parents. Yeah, but they'll never put my son in my own classroom. It's just that is true. Yeah, fear and nepotism. Um, he yeah. will pass. 
No, actually, no. I'm not that nice. I am not that nice. You should just um, fail his ass just because. But. <laughs> on the strength. <laughs> um, but no, like, I love what I do. Um, first grade is a little young for me. Um, and I also have this one kid in my class um, who is trying every little bit of patience I have. But um, that that situation is being resolved as we speak. So it's good. You're not at Gerard anymore, right? No, I left Gerard about two years ago, right? a lot of years ago. And then I was taught in charter school for two years, and now I'm in a public school. Whew. Oh, I thought I thought you were I thought you left Gerard for grad school. I didn't know that you went to another. No, I so I've been teaching the whole time. I did one year of grad school. I finished um, while I, I did it mostly while I was teaching, and now I'm just back to just teaching and just just in the public school. So it's easier now. Mm. Are you guys aware of Kamala Harris' uh, the long, the long, proposal? Long school days. The one she's running on. I. Yeah, how do y'all feel about that? I'm not I'm an educator. Actually, I'm actually I have an opinion, but how do y'all feel about it? Like a four-day school week, and then on the fifth day, like basically they have school five days a week, but it's not five days of like instructional. It's like yeah. it's like four days, basically. four days of instructional shit, right in classroom, by the blah, and then the fifth day it's like um, mm-hmm. like hands-on, where you get out in the community, like like cleaning up, like things like that, like you do stuff, whether it be building shit, going out in the woods, like. I think that's such a big thing that a lot of kids kind of miss. Like they go out on they go out on recess for a period of time, but like it's not it's not nature. And I feel like you're the closest like you need to be to the higher calling kind of shit we are in nature. That's my hippie in me. That's my hipster in me. I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> but that's the, I actually think that's a pretty dope idea. That sounds yeah, similar. So that, like that's my, my that, that, yeah, that's my that's my my idea. son's like school does a, a four day instructional fifth day you do shit like hands on. Walking around like just you know not not being in the classroom that shit is annoying. Personally, my son's school does a project based like, learning. Some like community based. Some like community based. You said project what, uh, Reese? My son's school does project based learning. Pro- yeah, and that's uh, it yeah. sounds similar to what Zoe's talking about. They uh, it's not like every week, oh, four days in, one day out in the community, but it is very much where they take a project and they um, they work on it for the whole. Yeah. Marking period. Yeah, that's what they I did, did two uh, a year. when I was working as a counselor. They did every year, so I always had a, a PBL project for the kids. Yeah, project based learning is definitely the new trend. So, Kara, do you do you care about it? Do I care about project based learning? No, no, the Kamala Harris bill. That's how it... I well, my understanding of it is that teachers, contracted teachers, won't be required to stay after a certain time like that's when a new set of people will come into the building and take over um i feel like that bill would be helpful in underserved areas where children aren't going home to anything positive um but overall i believe it just puts more of a strain on the education system because um their whole day is just it, well, I know in Philadelphia, in the schools in Philadelphia, their whole day is just taken up by being told what to do and how to do it. And they don't have time to be children. So I only support it if that time that is being extended is giving them space to be children because ch- they don't have that time anymore. Not even at recess. Recess is yeah. all of 10 minutes long. Like real short. Yeah. That's how long recess is for y'all, for the schools, okay? 
Yo, it's it, it don't it don't expand past twenty. For the most part, yeah. Twenty is pushing it. Twenty yeah. is pushing it. Twenty is a good a good day. Yep. And that's at a school that's really pushing the limits of what they're being required to do. So San Antonio ISD is trying to do some um diverse by design schools. And so like me, my wife, and some of the other parents that are coming in, that um they have a they have racial diversity and then they have uh, economic diversity as well. And so when we go to these meetings, all the parents that are from a, you know, not all the parents that aren't impoverished, they come in and they talk about how we, we all want recess for our kids. Like it's very important, uh, more than 10 or 20 minutes. Like some, some of the schools we talk to have two recesses, um, in Harlem school, they go outside like twice a day and they have PE every day to to make sure that the kids get I don't I would I would be highly uncomfortable as a parent yeah. with my kid not having recess that doesn't because with Ed Gerard, you know when I talk to people we w- we wouldn't necessarily have recess but we will be outside after we ate you know what I'm saying and and stuff like that and so I'm like I had that all through my entire schooling so for me it's foreign I fucking love I, I love yeah. I love that shit yo we used to go just chill in the courtyard like either Jumping over, jumping over motherfuckers' backs and shit, like or just that shit sit taught it us down. A lot, like, yeah, it allows you time yeah. to unwind. Yeah. Like, I'm who's trying to be lectured to for what eight to three or whatever time? That's crazy. And it was a, it was it was a whole period. Yeah, too, it was right? a whole it period. Wasn't like short, it was a whole period. I learned. Yeah, it was a so, whole period. Yep. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, we were spoiled. Today, <laughs> that's that's I love it though, <laughs> but it like it didn't make us spoiled. Though. It just like gave us a different mindset. They did spoil the shit out of us. I mean, what you gonna do? Well, I think I think I, I think at Gerard, like we had a lot of I mean, we well, not a lot, but we had mm-hmm. a good amount of like self education, like just kind of like finding your way, whatever it is, shit like that. Like, cause the courtyard, I, I yo, when at, early on, I wasn't in the courtyard when I first got there. I was mm-hmm. in that um Builders. that bench to the left of one of the um yeah, like but on the outside of it, I wasn't on the inside of the courtyard. Put your headphones. You had your headphones on. I, I sit there. I just sit there. Yeah. Who was you with? Who I was with? It was uh, Elijah and Rakita. That was early on. It was just us three, just all the time, just like not doing shit, just talking shit, bullshit. And then it got wild. <laughs> then we got then courtyard. Courtyard got crazy <laughs> after that. Hopping over people's heads and shit. So yeah, man. Well, any any drawing topics? Carrie, you got any drawing topics? So all right, so Carrie, this this is the portion where we like kind of go on our mini rants or whatever it may be, and kind of have like something like you're upset about or something that you think that like for me, I think Stephen A. Smith is fucking drawing because I think he on some like forty million dollar team <laughs> shit. But that's just me. That's that's just that's just my opinion on it. Um, so anybody got one? Also, I, I also Disney Plus, man, some real shit though. Like they got it, like shit is out of order. Like I played the first episode of uh, Spider Man, and I'm yeah, watching fucking, order, I'm though. watching Venom versus Carnage. I'm like, yo, this shit happens like, later on like the season, end, bro. Right, like, that's like the end of the season. Um, and they don't have a like I was saying earlier. Dude, that's probably a little portion of it. They like, like you were saying, if you watch something and you want to go back to it, there's no like previously watched option, no continue watching option. So you got to literally look for what you no. watch. Well, I, my, the trick that I learned, you gotta put it on your watch list. Yeah, like, and then the, like just add it to your watches and go to your watches and then search. It's still, it it's still annoying. annoying. Um, it's like that's the that's the part of the interface you gotta have. Yo, I keep yo, they had what ten million people subscribe in the first day. day? Yeah. This was like that. 
So yeah, they was uh, I don't understand how they weren't ready for that technically wise. That doesn't make sense to me that a large uh, company such as them wasn't prepared. I don't, yeah, I don't. That's a simple addition to the interface. Well, I'm talking about the back end stuff. Like they messed up my password. Oh, like, oh, <laughs> yeah, no, they, yeah, they wasn't ready for that. Nah. They weren't ready for any nah. infrastructure not set up. Then they said, oh, we tested it out in the Netherlands or something like that. And uh and we learned and we learned a lot. Yeah, I think it was I think it was the Netherlands and we learned a lot. That was their head of like streaming. I'm like, y'all, y'all weren't ready. You're not, not ready, ready, ready for some angry angry black folks that can't remember what they was last watching. You got you gotta be prepared for that. <laughs> gotta be prepared for that. I wouldn't just say angry black folks. Lazy, lazy Americans. Look lazy at Netflix. Americans. You don't even got to get up no more. Yeah, <laughs> it just goes lazy to the next Americans. episode for you. Nah. we don't even want to click. The, we don't even want to wait no more for forty five seconds for the episode to end. <laughs> Who gives a shit about the credits? Ah <laughs> uh, man, even buffering. Even when shit buffer, that's the issue. Like damn, this shit buffering. Yes. What the fuck so, uh, I, I don't got that issue. My shit load up. Well, clearly, Coley has that issue. General statement. It <laughs> uh, was a general statement, you motherfuckers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, you be you know some like Vince Vaughn aggressive person. You know Vince is my man though. Come on, so you should know this one now. I know, but you like I watch a lot of you know I watch a lot of that shit, man. Hold up, so Wait, I need to watch Black Lightning. Oh yeah. Oh that's who mentioned Black Lightning. Black Lightning. I can't believe Tone asked what is Black Lightning. Yo, that show is fantastic. Yes, the show is fantastic, bro. No, hate, so you don't hate you hate everything. How much of I watch the whole watched, thing. <laughs> how much of it? So how much two of it episodes? Have you watched, like a, you know he watched two episodes. Yeah, I'm blanks. I like eight, like, like eight episodes. Like eight. No, eight? no, no. I, 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 the, the first season. I fucks with. I, I, I fucks with the um, the albino villain. Is, is that the right term? Why? <laughs> yeah, he term? is albino. <laughs> yeah, that's the right term. He is a rapper. It's a TV show. Yeah, it's a TV show, Reese. Uh, uh, yeah. All right, thanks, Reese. Um, <laughs> so, Black Light, all right, Black Lightning is a DC superhero where he can control electricity. Uh, I'm, I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool. <laughs> I'm good. Him and him and his two daughters. His do- one daughter's name is Thunder, and the other daughter's name is Lightning. And um, they superheroes. And it's fancy. It's a really good show. Really good show. Uh, yeah. Thunder is the older one, right? Yes, yeah, she is. Yeah, she's, she's, she's from Philly. You bro. can tell. Yeah. When you really start watching it, you be like, yeah, you from Philly. You from Philly. I ain't from Philly. And the other girl, China, I think her name is China. She's a, she was a daddy's little girls. Yeah, she was in like, she's, no, I, I like, she's cool. Yeah, she was in daddy's little girls. She's in that, she's in that, uh, that big ass uh, thing called Descendants. Oh, that shit, oh, the, the spinoff with the, the villains, daughters and sons and all that. They be all singing this shit like they, yeah. they're, they're <laughs> Jafar, yeah, like, she's, and she's on that yeah. shit. Yeah, they. That's crazy. It's a good show. Well, watch Black Lightning. Third show. season's up. It's running right now. It is. Nah, it's it's it CW is. man. That shit is trash. It's like it's just like. I'm sorry, bro. I can't. Nah, I'm not with it. We need a. We need to start a running list of all the things Zo hate. That's everything. But the word, but the word hate is a strong word. Like I don't. I just don't. I don't. Go through the alphabet and just list it. Okay. All right. The things Zo thinks is trash. How about that? All right. We said alphabet. Just... All right. Well, the first thing I would say is the new Aladdin. <laughs> okay. Let's do it. Let's let's play the alphabet <laughs> hey, game. Hey, what about B? Black right, like Lightning. He just said right, it. Black Lightning. Yep. All right. C. <laughs> I don't know. He thinks yes. he thinks Carmelo Anthony's trash now. D. Uh, I, I don't. <laughs> I can't, I can't wait till he start playing again. How you, how you think that's going to go to him? 
Takes niggas over. Yeah. Why? He gonna be a twenty point scorer. So same shit he been doing. All right, ne- all right, next, <laughs> next letter. Uh-huh. Yeah, he, season around. No, it's D. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't hate. I don't hate everything, man. Stop playing. You know, I, I, and I told, <laughs> I told, I told Tiana that what Reese said, and then she wholeheartedly agrees with you, Reese. She thinks that I. That I, you hate everything. She, no, she thinks I hate everything. Popular, you but, do. No, no, I don't hate everything. You she do. Just, she, yeah, anything that's popular, she, she oh, popular, she popular. I hate. Yeah, nigga, I don't you fuck do. With it. Like, and that's kind of true. You don't. You proved this on this podcast time and time yeah, again, man. You are a contrarian. <laughs> you love it, Zoe hates it. Yeah, straight up. Man, I don't know. I got It's cool, man. I'm th- I think my friends are drawing by setting, trying to set me up with a on a blind date. All right, what's up? I also think it's drawing. I also think it's drawing that um, all this shit is personal to me. Uh, I think it's drawing that uh, because I care about. Uh, superficial things that and I consider them non-negotiables that uh, obviously I'm I'm wrong in that and I shouldn't be I shouldn't be looking for that in in, in women psychology book yeah ASAP brother I don't read you better start watch a video on this shit <laughs> like, yeah. I just YouTube this shit like Audio behavior, man. No, 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 no. I, I, I don't. Oh, I, that's I another thing. Like, no way, bro. I cannot listen to someone read to me. I can't do it. No. <laughs> Just think of it as a lullaby, bro. I'm then I'm asleep. Wait, so y'all think I'm um, wrong too? So you think I'm wrong too? About about me. About me being superficial. Is that is that what you're doing? Yeah, Are you wrong for that? Yeah, I don't think you're wrong for that. I think it's just something you got to work on. Yeah, like we, I think we like. I mean, I, I, I have some superficial tendencies too, though. But it's not like I don't like. It's not a driving force. Like I check myself when when I, when I do do that, though. I got a question. If you didn't think that your wife or your fiance was uh, attractive, would you have approached her? Uh, when attraction is like, it's a different level to each each of us. Like, so I've. There's plenty of women I do who I didn't find attractive that I didn't say a word to. But so I, yeah, I guess the short answer is yes. Like if she wasn't attractive to me, then of course I would I probably would never approach her. So what's the difference? I think and how I'm thinking. I don't know. You gotta tell me how you're thinking. Like what like what is it what is it that you're talking about that you're being superficial about? Like because it could be like, uh, like I'm, I'm superficial. Honest, I'm looking at it like from knowing you. And knowing it turns superficial, I'm I'm thinking like you're talking about like clothing. To be honest, that's part of it. Okay. So if I don't if I don't think if I don't if I see a uh, if I see a woman that um, yes that I'm attracted to the way she dresses, then yeah, I'm going to approach her. But if not, I mean, I probably personally wouldn't approach her because I don't I don't be on these streets like that. But if I'm more inclined to approach her than somebody who I feel like can't. I, I hate the way they dress. Yeah, yeah. Is that the only determinant? Like Zoe said, is that the driving force that you approach somebody, or or like, um, like the initial approach? Yeah. I, feel like, well, well, I think so. I mean, you find not, somebody on on a on a on a rotation day where they wearing a uh, 
to give up on life pants. I'm saying like, cause like every so every day you going out fly. Oh, is that is that you're like my like my brother? Yo, I grew up my brother. I swear to you, he would iron his shirt to walk to the corner store. Yo, when I was a kid, <laughs> and I'm like, bro, like you just stepping out for like two minutes. Like, why are you getting dressed? Like, just throwing some shit. Go to the so, store. So, do you hate irons? Motherfucker, no. <laughs> I do. I do. I do prefer I steamer though. But that's just <laughs> steamer. I feel you though. <laughs> okay. So, so I'm saying so tone like so again like what if what if you what if the one that you again this is all hypothetical what if the one was out there for you and you call her on a day where she had her granny panties some baggy ass sweats like on some like calm you know not damn granny yeah like, you know she was she wasn't out there looking fly she was doing she was doing yeah, she had the laundry yeah. kind of- not looking fly doing laundry. <laughs> That was the laundry day? Yeah, that's the laundry day. I got to check what she's throwing in the dryer. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the perfect fucking answer from him. You don't, oh, like, you don't like cozy fits? Of course I do. It depends on the cozy, though. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. I Carrie, mean, he being superficial? I know I'm superficial. But what we all are, though, yeah. in some in some you know capacity, you know, like I think that's yep. a fair comment, you know. <clears throat> Shit, watch watch Shallow How over and over, learn a lesson. Uh, Have you seen Shallow? What that it matters what's on the internet. Yeah, yeah, Come yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, no, you know that. the lesson, but have you learned the lesson? Of course. Mm. Yo, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I saw this meme the other day about like how like uh, no, I remember I was watching Recess. All right, so yes, I was watching Recess, and it was an episode where Gretchen was um, she was taking an exam. I mean, it wasn't being graded on it, but it was just like you know, uh, just seeing how smart they were, or whatever. And she finished that shit in five minutes, like quick as shit, and like a forty minute test. It re- it reminded me how Reese thought he passed the photosynthesis test. <laughs> like, <laughs> like this, this motherfucker was he sat down bro and got right back up like quick yeah. as shit I'm just thinking like hard I'm thinking hard as shit man. what the fuck I don't know what the fuck I got like, he wanted yeah. that shit in detail Romano too shout out to Romano like he wanted that shit in detail but the question was simply what is photosynthesis and Reese got up I don't even know how fast <laughs> Reese wrote this shit but he got up confidence so y'all still working get <laughs> that shit in and then he, you, you felt that shit right Reese Nigga, I don't remember. Yo, I, mean, I don't remember. I know what photosynthesis is. I don't remember the test though. I remember. I think you failed that shit. I remember. I think you failed it. I feel like if he did, Romano was like kind of vindictive. He probably did on purpose. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah he, he kind of vindictive for it too. Cause just because Reese finished it first, and that was you know he worked with you on a baseball team. Yo, he did that. Said yo, he sat down, bro, and like did that shit quick as fucking got up. I'm there struggling in the back. Like, yeah, hey, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Damn, Reese. Like, <laughs> that was like earth science. Yeah. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, that happened to me at all the tests. I had a lot of tests where I finished early and shit. It like was a that, lot though, during the uh, I don't remember carpet class. If I passed or not. No, no, my mental capacity, whenever I finished the test early, like knowing knowing me and knowing if, when I finished the test early, I was definitely questioning like, damn, that was too easy. I might have fucked up. I, yeah. I, 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 <laughs> well check the back. I think I think there's a stat where your first guess is is uh the best guess. So I just that's how I always do tests. Mm-hmm. Never said, yeah, recently never second guesses. Is that a second guess yeah. of myself? I don't. Uh-uh. 
No, I don't test. Well, there's your lesson right there, Tom. Your first guess is your best guess. So if you're judging Jones on their, on their outfits and shit, then rock with it, I guess. I mean, there, there, there is no equation to, like, you know, to this shit. It's just whatever works, works. You know? But again, you're not looking for a relationship, though, right, Tom? Nah. Let's go find his ass. So are you looking for a free bill oh, with shit. Michael on his blind date? Or are you just trying to meet a new friend or something? I didn't say I was going. Somebody trying to set me up with one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're not going. Is this no, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going yet. I don't. <clears throat> I don't. I don't want to be able. I don't want to have to pay for a meal. And Kara, you ever got a free meal? Ever had a free meal all the time? Hey. Like no, like on purpose, on purpose. Like you, you just you was hungry. You're like fuck it, let me go with this bowl real quick. Get this free meal. Stay every time. Let me go with, go with this bowl. She, real quick. She, was she a dog if she did that? <laughs> was she? <laughs> Okay. Yes. Let <laughs> me go with this ball, get this meal real quick. That's, ter- that's terrible, yo. <laughs> Bro, that's. <laughs> you gotta be that. Sure I mean, how else would you think about it? That's more than we probably expect. That's what I imagine it goes through. Well, look, man, episode 15, man. Kara, we really thank you for coming. We really do. I think it was a really, very productive day to have you with us and have a warm perspective on a lot of topics that we do talk about because the sausage fest ain't gonna go too far to be honest so <laughs> um yeah man episode 15 we had reese we got tone we got coley and kara again thank you again yeah man hey what's good y'all thanks again for tuning into this episode of the drawling podcast please make sure to follow us on twitter and ig at drawling podcast you can also email us any questions you have at drawlingpodcast at gmail.com. And please make sure that every Wednesday, wherever you listen to your podcast at, that you are looking for a drawling drop.